Bet. Stonecutters Podcast. Episode. We don't we don't care about the number of the episode. This is just a another <laughs> another incredible episode. Another incredible episode. We you know, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. But we here now. Without a dope beat to step to. <laughs> <laughs> so what you been up to, Will? Man, um, I'm back in LA for a few days. You know, so I'm back here chilling. You know, getting rejuvenated. Um, then I go back to finish the film. But life is good, man. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh man, where where should we start, man? Like, you went we should to, start right there. Right there. You went to church Ooh. last night. Talk about that. I, oh man, <laughs> church was incredible last night. What, what what was so incredible? It was talking about faith, but it was also talking about um, knowing the voice. You know, like when you had your daughter, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing you do when they put the when the baby comes out is they put the baby comes out in this chaotic world. They lay the baby on the mama's chest because the baby is familiar with the heartbeat and the voice that the baby's been hearing in the womb. So when you hear the voice, you know you know the person by the voice. Like she like your baby knows Aaron's voice, right? She knows daddy's voice. Mm-hmm. You know, and so we were mommy just talking more than, about more than daddy, but yeah, mommy, mommy more than daddy. So we were just the whole message was on, you know, how to hear the Lord's voice, you know. So it was, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Cool. Yeah. Oh man, I'm I'm trying to think what. Oh man, I'm getting ready to 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 fly fly out of the country here, man. In a in a couple yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah, in a couple hours, you're going to Germany. I'm going to Germany on a top secret mission. On a top secret, you know why? Because you've been following the voice. <laughs> <laughs> the voice said go to Nike. Now the voice is saying go. Yeah, to and, Germany. Yeah, and it's 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 going to be an amazing. You know, we talked about travel a couple episodes ago, and it was just like, it was awesome to be able to talk about it, and now to be able to go uh-huh. and experience. Uh huh. I'm listening. It go to be able to experience. You know, a new environment, and and uh, yeah, just just sort of be refreshed and and sort of see things from a different perspective. Like uh, right, like when you were when you, when you were shooting your movie, like you were you were mm-hmm. seeing parts of the city that you were in that you had never seen before. Correct. Right. Correct. Correct. Never been to uh, West Baltimore uh, before. Never really been in Baltimore before. I mean, we would go to Baltimore, but we never really stayed in Baltimore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's been interesting just to be in, in that city and to to see the the love of the city and to see the pain of the city as well and how it's all mixed in one, you know? It's kind of it's a crazy thing, man. Like, more of the violence are east and west, but there's really no violence north and south. But most big cities are like that or cities city like that. And then for Baltimore, it's like they don't even have a million people there. But they pretty much number one in, in murder. Okay. Interesting. You know? Yeah. So how about the how how the people received you in Baltimore? I mean Oh, it's all love. Okay. It's love. You know, you know, I, you know, I'm a people person. So, you know, I, I love to to share the light as much as I can, you know, when I'm there. You know, even if it's not saying hey to everybody, it's just when I walk on set, ah, it's one person walking. 
but there's other with me. <laughs> you know, but it's been it's been good, man. Like it's been it's been it's been a beautiful experience thus far. You know, connecting with the cast. You know what I mean, and um, it's going it's going to be a good film. What are you, what are you working on right now that's challenging you to get better? What am I working on right now that's challenging me to get better? Huh. Let me think about that. I'm gonna have you answer that one. What, what am I working on right now that's challenging me to get better? What are you working on right now that's challenging you to get better? Uh, I think my a lot of uh, the, the I I keep having this uh, these thoughts, and uh-huh. and and I, I think that you could think quick just like I think quick, and uh, I have a I have an initial first thought, and a lot of times I'll act on that first thought. And recently I've been trying to slow myself down and take a step back, uh-huh. and really ask myself if that first step is the right step. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's not it's not procrastinating on things. It's just like, should I really say something right now, or do I need to correct that person? Like, what am I mm-hmm. really what am I really going to gain from it? Because I think a lot of us have that that first instinct is to correct somebody, or to mm-hmm. tell somebody that they're wrong or they shouldn't have done that. And it's like, but wait a minute, what is that going to accomplish? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying I think I, I I work a lot on my anger and my frustration with things. And mm-hmm. be, getting angry with things or getting frustrated because things aren't the way that I want them to be. So I'm always trying to figure out, like, what am I really frustrated about? And me yelling out or spouting out or saying something the wrong way, what is that really going to accomplish? And it's it's just like I was reading a book on it. Like we have a our brain, the the inside of our brain. I'm going to I'm probably going to mess this up a little bit. But the inside of our brain is this very instinctual part of us. Uh, they call it the lizard brain. And mm-hmm. it's, it's basically it, it, what it means is basically we do a lot of things that are just instinctual. And our, the larger part of our brain is where we make a lot of decisions that are based off of logic and reason. But what you find out is, is that, that that core part of your brain that's the lizard brain, it takes over. And it doesn't allow you to use logic or to, to think about things. It just goes off of emotion. It just goes off of things being very instinctual. Like if you're put under a certain certain stress, your body mm-hmm. is going to react or you're going you're gonna to react in a way that because you're in a stressful situation. And working on that and working on how to be less instinctual about certain things and being more thoughtful and mindful and intentional about them, that's what I, I would say that I'm working on right now because even though – uh, I love what I'm doing and I'm always looking to get better. It's like, how do I make the interactions with the people I work with as the best that they can be? How do I limit my stress levels and getting angry and getting frustrated with things? And it's not necessarily internalizing them. It's just finding a way to release them in such a way that you're, it's not a detriment to the people that you work with or the people that are around you and it's not a detriment to yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a it's 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 a mental exercise, and it's something that I that I've been trying to do more and more recently. It's 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 just about being more intentional and being more mindful. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm working on, bro. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I mean, I, I you know, listening to you um, talk about that, you know, it's, I was trying to really discover like you know something profound to say, but I don't have anything profound to say about what I'm doing that's making me better. I believe that each day that I'm have the opportunity to be on 
this planet and to wake up is a <laughs> that baby's going off. <laughs> like, you know, I'm being better right now by letting uh, this sound out of my body. But um, yeah, I, I was I was saying is that, you know, each day I have the opportunity to wake up, I think, and I feel that I'm being pulled to being to to, to get better. You know, mm-hmm. and whatever that better is to you, you know, like I, I know, like I'm in a space where I'm in a, like uh, what I text you the other day, like a spirit of uh, uh, excellency of being excellent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not like one of them false things that you hear, you know, black excellence. Not that it's not a, a good thing, but you hear it thrown around black excellence. You know what I'm saying? We being excellent. You know, it's like a hashtag. But when you're trying to become yourself and release all of your potential, you know, it requires a sense of paying attention to your, to the details, you know? So I, so I've been so minute into the details of things, you know, like, okay, I never get on set. Uh, one of the, uh, the ADs, they printed me out uh, some paper and it was supposed to be a yellow script because it's the yellow version. And it came out with on a white version. I'm like, nah, I need the yellow version. We got the yellow paper, put it on the yellow version. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and for some people that could be anal and like, oh, you tripping. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just words on a paper, but no, it's the details. You know what I mean? And if I lock into the details, then that's how I'm getting better little by little. Nice. So we got a couple new emails. Uh, with some more questions that I wanted to give us just a chance to talk a little bit before we answer the questions. So mm-hmm. uh, once again, it's uh, stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. If you have questions for Will, myself, uh, we can answer them for you. So uh, let me see here. Let me get the name here. Erin Allen sent in a question. Mm-hmm. She said, what do you think is the trick from crossing that threshold from, I know I can do this and I'm almost doing it, but I'm too scared to go ahead and do it. Oh, my God, I'm doing it. So what what do you think's the trick for crossing that threshold from knowing that you can do it to actually doing it? Like, is there is there a trick? You know, before before you answer this question, Will, I just was going through YouTube and I have a playlist of motivational videos that, that I watch from time to time. And, I, and I'm watching these videos and, and every one of the videos has the same sort of like this the same sort of thought process and it's just about execution and it's about just going ahead and trying something and doing it this podcast being a perfect example of that but like Mm -hmm. to me i'll answer the question first is there a trick no there isn't a trick it's just a matter of going ahead and executing and doing something because taking a step forward and learning from that initial misstep is only going to give you the momentum to take another step forward and if you're sort of standing there and you're trying to figure out which way to step or how to step, you're gonna, you're, all you're doing is you're standing still and you're not giving mm-hmm. – you got to keep moving. You got That's why when I asked you that, Will, it's like, what are you doing right now? Because some people will be listening to this and they'll be like, oh, man, well, Will did this and Will did that. And it's like, no, but what the, the special thing about Will, the special thing about Aaron, the special thing about all of us is that we have the ability to continue to learn and to continue to get better. You know what I'm saying? That's why Kobe didn't win one championship. That's why, you know, Jordan didn't win one championship. He just continued to go and go and go on. And even when you've gotten a little bit better, you continue to get better and better. So mm-hmm. back to the question, what do you think is the trick for crossing that threshold? 
I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna show what the question really is. Ask the question to me again. Read the question again. What do you think is the trick from crossing that threshold from quote I know I can do this and I'm almost doing it, but I'm too scared to go ahead and do it unquote to oh my God I'm doing it question mark. Mm-hmm. The real question in that question is. I'm afraid to be successful. I'm afraid that, oh my God, what is it my life going to be when it actually happens? Because I've been living this way. I know this way. It's like a person that's been living that has only made $10,000. Doesn't know what it's like to make a hundred thousand, let alone twenty thousand. But I know that I can make this because I've made ten thousand. But what is my life like when I'm now making a million dollars a day or a year? Am I afraid to be successful? And the reason why I pose that question and pull that question out of that question, because I know for me, when things actually started to change. It was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm ready, but am I ready? Oh, you know, things are going to be different now. You know, people are going to look at me different now. But I got to continue to keep moving forward, and I got to make it happen because it's happening. Whether I want it to not, (laughs) whether I like it or not, it's happening. You know, and I think some of us and some of the people that are listening, you know, and we both been through this, we have to do it. You cannot be afraid to be successful. You have to just do it. But it sounds like you kind of need to envision what the future is going to look like and it sort of put yourself in your shoes five or 10 years in the future and be like, this is what it's like to be successful. This is what it's going to be like mm-hmm. having a million dollars a month. This is what it's going right. to be like. But then, but then, but, and then you're going to also realize when you have those things, those things still necessarily don't make you happy. You know, the first time I flew first class, it was like, Oh man, now it's a regular thing. It doesn't mean anything to me. You know, Mm -hmm. if you got the money, anybody can buy the first class ticket. Some of the best conversations are not in first class. Some of them are in coach. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's where the grinders are sitting. All the hustlers are sitting in the back row right by the bathroom trying to figure out how to get up to the front. And they're they're the hungry ones back there, too. Or they're the ones that are comfortable buying the coach ticket and don't want to have the the million dollar conversation in first class. The great thing about first class is that you know if a person, either the person bought this ticket or their company bought the ticket, right? So that means that they're doing something that does not does not keep them in the back of the plane. So sometimes you got to just buy the first class ticket so that you can sh- make a shift in your life. Now, coming back to LA, I wanted to get on the flight, so I had a first class there to to uh, Atlanta, but I didn't have one 
to back to LA because first class was sold out, right? You know, I still don't really want to sit with the common folk anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, not that, not that, not that I won't sit because I sat back there, but I've experienced another, another place. You know, mm-hmm. I want to sit up there. I've earned that. You know, not to knock nobody that's in the back. If I got to sit in the back, I'll sit in the back. I'm still first class, even though I'm sitting in the back. You know, but at the same time, once you've been doing it over and over and over again, it, it, it's, it's not it's not fulfilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we start to peel back the layers. You know what I mean? We have to evaluate, you know, what do we really want? Are we doing what we really desire to do? Well, I want to change gears here for a second and uh, talk mm-hmm. about the Stonecutters podcast. So if you haven't already, uh, please go to iTunes or stonecutterspodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Will, I wanted to read you some of the ratings. Even though we're not about ratings, we're not doing this to be ranked number one, number 500. It doesn't matter. This, If we can help one person take action after listening to this, we've done our job. Will just want to want to let you know. No, Aaron, we want to be number one. Does <laughs> Nike does Nike say that they want to be second best? No, no, they don't, Aaron. They don't. <laughs> yes, they don't. They don't do that. I was, I was trying to be humble. Yes, we... I, no, no. Listen, <laughs> you should be boasting so much in what God is doing in your life that people don't have to have discernment to see your humility. No, we're supposed to be number one. On everything that we do. And if you're not listening to the Stonecutters podcast, I'm going to throw a brick at your house because you're tripping. <laughs> you know. Well, we're we, not going, going, going. We got, go we, go got a, we got a bunch of five-star reviews, but we've got folks that have left us some, some uh, basically a couple messages here. So I want to g- give you the first one. I came across uh-huh. them by accident on IG Live. So impressed by these young men inviting us on their journey begging my 21-year-old son to join this podcast because face it he won't listen to me. I can mm. only I can only hope that they will decide to take these conversations on the college campuses as well as as well catch them early. Oh wait a minute, let me read that again. I can only hope that they will decide to take these conversations onto college campuses as well. Catch them early. Thanks, mm. gentlemen. Uh, mm. Next one is just helpful. Uh, love to listen to these men theorize and share about real life. It's refreshing. The vulnerability, the confidence, the affirmation. I love it all. Very inspirational and motivating. While the auto is very gritty and unfinished, it serves as a symbolic display of real life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hashtag, she says, embrace the process. Loving these profound, wise men. Take a listen. You won't regret. I'm awaiting the next episode. So thank you for that. That was uh, Evie Seek and uh, Danny Will 29 for the uh, review on iTunes. We definitely appreciated both of those. Gave mm-hmm. us, they gave us some five-star reviews there. So That's beautiful, man. I'm glad that the sound is not great yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, because sometimes people just have a hard time. And people, I'm saying myself included, you have a hard time starting, you know, yeah, it's going to come a time when we, you know, on campuses when the audio is crystal clear. You know, I study radio broadcasting, so I understand it. But 
sometimes you just have to get out of your own way. And I, we keep coming back to this, this slogan and just doing it because everything will work itself out in its time. Everything is perfected in its time. So you got to just keep on pushing. Like eventually we know that we're going to get to the place where everything is where it, we desire it to, it to be. But right now in this moment, this is what it is. The baby is yelling in the background. <laughs> you know, Will is, you know, not as clear as it he can be because he's in LA and Aaron is where he's Aaron is in in in, in Oregon, Portland. You know what I'm saying? So, but you're still hearing the voice. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You're still hearing the voice. And yes. it's and it, and it's still giving direction. You know, and we're going through it right now. Me and Aaron is not, me and Aaron and Aaron and I are not exactly what we desire to be ultimately, but we're working the work of where we at right now in order to work ahead later. Mm. What did we talk about last night? You, you, you uh, recently moved into a, into a new place. Right. And and you, you already, Will, you, you, the architect and the industrial designer in you is coming out like just what, what's what's going on, man? What, what did you see that? Talk about it. You know, the bathroom handle is already because you got to now in the place where now you got to go outside mm-hmm. to use the bathroom. You know what I mean? It's like okay. college in a way. OK. You know, and I'm just seeing the things that that people just. The architect, I don't even know it's the architect because, you know, it boils down to money. You know, what they want to cut corners on and what they don't want to spend money on, you know. But if you look at the the window um, in, the, in the shower, it's not really finished. Does it work? It goes up and down. But it's, it, things are not flushed, you know. Missing things the details. Not, missing the, missing de- the details, you know what I mean? So now I'm in here with my beautiful wife and I'm like, Ah man, this place is it's cool, but it's like more like an office. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna be here for about six months and then I'm gonna go do something else. But I think what it is, I'm just tired of walking into places that people are paying so much money to live in Los Angeles and it's unfinished. They rush to put the buildings up. The appliances are nice, but they all look the same. There's no creativity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it tells me it's pulling on the architect. I mean, I gotta, I gotta buy a building. You know, I, I got, I want to meet with the best designers in the world. You know, and and, um, and make a building, and make a building, man, that is functional and that gives people uh, a joy. And when you walk into it, you can feel that people put their heart and soul into it. You know, every detail on the great wall of china every rock is not the same but you feel the pain you feel the joy you feel the suffering you feel the people who died building that wall you feel it that was heart sweat blood and tears put into that wall and it's a beautiful wall that i've been lucky in my life to be able to sleep on to walk on and to zip line on <laughs> but that's the details and we're forgetting the details the details is what makes things great you know this is the way kobe the assassin on the court because he knew his spots if you look at Kawhi leonard 
Now, see, Kawhi Leonard doesn't have. We're talking about Kawhi Leonard, the basketball player from that's playing for Toronto. For those who don't follow uh, sports or follow Toronto, Kawhi Leonard is a mathematician on the basketball court because of the details. Kawhi not trying to showboat, you know, and do all that. He's hitting his spots every single time. He knows exactly where he wants to be on the court. He knows exactly the move that he needs to do to get his shot off and to have accuracy in shooting the basketball. He's a brilliant genius of an architect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he's paying attention to the details. So I just wanted to talk about that for a second. So it's like, Will, your your eyes and your mind could be anywhere, but you're you're obsessing over something that you find interesting. So if mm-hmm. we if we can just sort of focus this on people that could be that are listening to the podcast, it's like Will's an actor, Will's a writer, mm-hmm. Will's a producer, Will's a director, but he also has interests that fall outside of the realm of entertainment. He likes mm-hmm. industrial design, he appreciates architecture. So when we talk about people getting into things that they like to do and they want to do, take a second or take a moment to really think about the things that you enjoy thinking about when you're not thinking about anything and, mm-hmm. and or the things that, that bug you. Man, I wish this website was a little better, a little this or a little that. It sounds like you need to be a website designer, you know, or somebody that's like, man, that car, I don't like the way that car looks. It's like, why don't you make something better? Just sketch it out. Sketch out something that looks better than that. And try to like people because I I think we get a lot of questions sometimes where people are just like well I don't know what I want to be doing and it's like you do know what you want to be doing because it's that thing that you're obsessing over and Mm -hmm. that you're thinking about when you don't think that you're thinking about anything and you're in the spirit man you're in the spirit (laughs) you're in the spirit you you couldn't set it any better bro that's what it is and that's what I said well how do you find your gift you know, sometimes it's in the things, the problems. Your sometimes your gift is hiding in the problems that you are supposed to solve. Yes. You know, you don't know why you feel that way. I hate this. Well, you may be the person to solve it. You know, if you if if, if you want to make a whole lot of money, find a problem and solve it. That's how you make money. And speaking of that, I I posted this on Instagram a few days ago. This uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven steps here. And I forget where I got this, but I took a picture of it. I'm going to read these off. The first step towards success is the willingness to listen. A productive life is not an accident. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you've been given is what someone needs. You will never possess what you are unwilling to pursue. You will never be promoted until you become overqualified for your present position. Your rewards in life are determined by the problems you solve for someone else. The wow. secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. And all these different things, I think people come to me, people come to you, Will, and they come to you with complaining about something or they want to get better at something. And it's like, I look at this, and a lot of it is, I know people are always like, well, I need to get more paid more money at my job and they need to do this and they need to do that. And I always go back to you will never be promoted until you become overqualified for your present position. Right. Because you're building value. Absolutely. You know, and when you build in that value, it makes you valuable. You know, and you're putting your mind in a place where, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to have that. You know, sometimes I think we're just not we, you know, we see other men and women doing things like, for instance, we see Oprah. 
you know, and some people see Oprah. Oh my God, that's Oprah. But there's a little girl somewhere that says, I want to go beyond Oprah. Oh, I want to feel when Oprah passes the baton, I want to be the one that catches the baton. That is a different type of human being. Same person that put their pants on, like how we put our pants on, or they dress or they blouse or whatever they're wearing, but they're desiring something and they can see it. Sight is not just with your eyes. Sight is also with your body and with what you hear and your intuition. So sometimes I think what I love about this podcast and I love about listening to you, Aaron, and what I listen to myself, what I grow from is that there's something pulling inside of you that's telling you to go and do this. So let's, let's switch gears for a second. Okay, you're excited about going to Germany, right? Mm-hmm. But what has been put, what, what's pulling you there? What's pulling you to Germany? Like, why are you so excited to go to Germany? Well, I think the, the, the first thing is, is that today is the, it's one year ago today I applied or I interviewed for my job at Nike. And I, th- I think of it as almost like my Kobe moment. I, I retired from my old job and I dropped 60 on him. And I got mm-hmm. the, and I got this Nike job, so it's it's basically a year to the day that I'm going to be flying over to Germany for 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 the company that I've that I've always wanted to work for, and I don't think that I could have imagined this. I couldn't have imagined everything that's happened to me in the past year in terms of getting the job of my dream at Nike, being able to meet LeBron and and meet Deshaun Watson and meet other amazing, inspiring athletes, um, and meet people that have. people that I've looked up to for years and and just all these different things I couldn't imagine all these different things happening and coming to a culmination within this first year you know what I'm saying and then to be in an opportunity working on something where it's like hey we need you to go over to Germany and we need you to do some learnings and do some sort of things over there like top secret stuff but it's it's just kind of reaffirming like uh on on one of our instagram lives it was like well aaron where do you the sense of inadequacy and like you don't feel like you're good enough and i think that i'm starting to get validation from nike to be like hey we trust you enough that we're going to send you out of the country we want you to learn some something to, to do your job even better than you're doing it now and we're you know like it's uh, yeah i i mean i i remember i guess the other interesting thing about the whole trip is that where i'm going is somewhere that i had dreamed about going when i was in high school so when i graduated high school i had two options it was go to college or it was to go and work at the mercedes-benz factory i i had this whole idea in my mind i was like i'm gonna go work at mercedes-benz in germany and i'm gonna sweep the floors and i'm gonna sweep the floors so well they're gonna give me this job and they're gonna give me this job and then finally i'm gonna be able to design mercedes-benz cars or something like that um and i ended up going to college and then even after i graduated college i was like man i should just go to germany and i've always just had something pulling me to go to germany because of all the automobiles and all the excellence that they have around automobiles in germany the way that they manufacture things and make things is is very interesting and intriguing to me and yeah the company that i've that that i admire that i've currently work for is sending me there and that's just awesome and it just it continues to just go and show people that it's like whatever you dream and whatever you can imagine, whatever you can write down and whatever you can put your heart and soul into, you can accomplish. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the crazy thing about your story, that's why I asked you what was pulling you there, because I knew that it was a dream of old, not a dream of now. It's being fulfilled now, but it was a dream of old. So at your old job and even before that job, Germany and Nike and all your endeavors were all hidden inside of Aaron. Yes, absolutely. They were all they were already there. They were already in Aaron. The validation that Aaron is looking for, <laughs> even though it, it is shaped as a mask of Nike, it's where? It's in Aaron. It's already here. It's right. It's inside of Aaron. So so many people, you know, if they don't talk about success and talk about challenges and talking about getting better. We have to listen to the inner voice and we have to go towards it because the things are trapped inside of us. Your next billion dollar check, or let's break it down. Your next pay raise is inside of you. It's not outside of you. Your next invention is inside of you. It's not outside of you. And these are the things that I'm learning. My next brilliant acting job it's not outside of me. It's inside of me. I just got to go within in order to pull it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like these dreams and these things that you've we've had since a child, you know, it's now coming to pass. Like, I never thought about acting for me. I never thought about acting. I was playing basketball. I didn't know that that it was inside of me. Did you know about uh, buildings and sort of your industrial design architecture endeavors? Was that inside no. of you? It was inside of me. I didn't know. I didn't know. And I'm trying to think back. But if I think back to, I remember this time in my life where me and my boy, uh, one of my boys, Jeffrey, uh, we would ride bikes, right, to Crystal City. Now, Crystal City from Delray, Virginia, Crystal City is Crystal City. Say nothing but a thing. You know, a 10, a 10 minute bike ride, you know what I'm saying? A 20, 25 minute walk from where I was staying. But Crystal City had the hotels. And I would love to ride the bike to Crystal City and go up and down the escalators and up and down the uh, the elevators. Mm-hmm. So right then and there, I didn't know <laughs> that I wanted to design hotels. But I just enjoyed riding up and down, you know. And at that time, I was a badass kid. So I'm riding up and down in the <laughs> elevator, probably flicking people off or, you know what I'm saying, whatever I was doing. But, you know, and I remember I remember my boy Jeffrey, his bike, he had his bike was way better than mine. So they took his bike and they left my little beat up bike outside. <laughs> and I should have rode home, but I went with him because I'm loyal to my friends. I went with him to see if we can find his bike. <laughs> and we got in trouble for riding the elevators up and down the hotel, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, even then, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, okay. There was something stirring then. And I've always had a knack for business just watching my dad do business, you know, majority of my life, you know what I'm saying? Or a knack from politics just watching the news, you know, sitting in front of the news, you know, growing up and being from the D.C. area. You know, politics is heavy. But, you know, it's not till I came to California where I started to discover, oh, my writing is like poetry. Oh, poetry is transitioning to acting. Oh, I'm really into clothing. I'm really into design. And, you know, and I, I don't draw. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, a talented drawer, the person that knows how to draw. But I can see it. 
not with my eyesight, but with my in my 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 in my 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 organs, man. It's like something's not right. You know what I mean? <laughs> this this thing needs to feel better. Like, oh, it's it's rushed. I can just I can feel it. You know, and then when I walk into a place that they do it right, oh man. <laughs> oh man, Aaron. When I walked into the one hotel in Central Park and they had a nook that you can lay inside of, you know, in the windowsill. Ah, man. They did it right. They did it right. Now, were there some things that wasn't as functional? Yes, there were. But, man, the vibe was right. The vibe was right, Aaron. They did it right. So, so Will, as we wrap up here, like... uh... We talked about Danny Will. He left us a message on, uh, he left us a review on iTunes. What sort of advice would you give somebody that's 21 years old and is trying to figure out what to do with their life? Or, you know, like, do you remember where you were at at 21? Yeah. At 21, um, I was at Iowa State. I, th- I, I, I think, what is his name? Is Danny? Uh, Danny Will is the is the father, and he's, he's Danny Will is the father. Yeah, he said I'm begged my 21 year old son to join this podcast because face yeah. it, he won't listen to me. So basically, uh, Danny Will is saying that we dropping gems. He he mm-hmm. receives them, but he wishes that more young men would listen to this so that they could sort of listen to our journey, listen to where mm-hmm. we're going and what we're doing, and give them give them the energy, give them the life to to start mm-hmm. forth on their journey, continue on their journey, anything like that. Mm-hmm. I think what Danny uh, needs to do and what I would make a suggestion is continue to be great and to continue to be a loving father because eventually the kid will come to know himself you know and at 21, 22 they're all like crossroad ages you're trying to figure things out and trying to fi- figure life out you know, but if as long as he continues to be a great example for his son, whether this happens at 25 or 31 or at 41, the son will will, will become himself. You know, and will uh, be all that he's supposed to be and pray for him. You know what I mean? These young kids, though, today, they just they are a different type of breed. You know, it's maybe it's the music they're listening to or maybe it's the lack of fatherhood. But the great thing is that he's in the son's life. And that's yes. beautiful. You know what I mean? That he's already winning. Although he's not listening to him right now, he's there. So he's winning. He's already won. <laughs> All he got to do is just keep planting the seeds. And eventually, you know, uh, the sun will come to the voice of the stonecutters. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for right now, just keep being a loving dad, man. Keep keep, keep uh, loving on him. And a lot of times when kids are not listening, it's because... They're just not receiving the love, you know. That's that's what I would say to that. Okay, uh, we're gonna wrap up here. We'll like maybe talk a little bit about some people just the past couple of weeks that have just been beneficial or helpful to you. You know, shout them out, give them a shout out on a podcast. Like people that you just been like, man, I really appreciate you. I have nobody that I appreciate right now, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man. <laughs> Get out of here, man. What about your stylist or your makeup artist? Or come on, man. You you don't appreciate them, man. Shout out somebody. Nah, nah, man. nah, 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 nah. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, uh, from the film, um, 
uh, I like to shout out uh, Cairo, the wardrobe stylist. You know, um, she's just a beautiful person, man. And, um, you know, we got a chance to hang out in, uh, in, in D.C. for a bit. And I shout out to my agent, Talitha, who came to see me on set, you know, and um, she facilitated the the meeting with um, well, the dinner that we had with me and um, her and a few friends and Regina King joined us. And that was a beautiful moment with her because, um, like I was saying on, on IG Live, I mean, not IG Live, like I was like I said in the post, you know, I remember Regina coming into Bottega Louis, which is a restaurant I used to work at. And her smile and her essence, even though we didn't talk about, you know, me doing acting or whatever the case may be, just to see that she was doing it was inspiring enough to me that I can and that I would and that it would happen. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So shout, so shout out to uh, Talitha for that. And um, man, shout out to myself, man. <laughs> you know, shout out to Will Catlett, man. You know, shout out to myself for just, you know, persevering and not giving up and, you know, continue to desire to be great and follow my own path with my own decisions inspired by my Lord Jesus Christ. Shout out to me, man. (laughs) 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 Go ahead, Aaron. Aaron, shout out somebody. Oh, man, who can I shout out? Definitely want to shout out my wife. Love her. Yes, sir. Love her, love her, love her. Uh, my mm. daughter, uh, my mother, mm. uh, we went uh, trick-or-treating the other night. My mom came out, so I definitely appreciate that. Uh, nice. work, work with a great group of people. Um, I think uh, being that, that I'm coming up on my one-year anniversary at Nike, uh, one of the things that I really enjoy and really appreciate is that the people that I work with appreciate me, mm-hmm. and they appreciate me for the crazy, wild stuff that I wear. And right. It, it, they just, they've accepted me, and mm-hmm. I'm, I, f- I feel happy because I'm around a group of people that have truly accepted me. So thank mm-hmm. thank you to them. So with that, we gonna we gonna call this episode. We gonna cut it. I don't know how do we how do we end episodes. Do we have a, do we have a, it's a stone cut podcast. podcast. <laughs> You're rocking with your boy Will Catlett and this is Aaron Hankins. Yes, sir. <laughs> Man, it's been another great one. Uh, we love y'all. Please tell somebody about the podcast. You know, um, and know as you as you're listening, you know, everything is not perfect, but everything is perfected in time. Stonecutter podcast. We out.